This is a special episode uh, where I have a guest, and it happens to be Matt Hoffman, who also has an iPhone 15 Pro Max, and we talk about our first impressions, what we like, what we don't like, is there anything we don't like? Uh, We'll cover it all coming up. It's Monday, October 16th, and do not adjust your podcast player. That's right. This is an extra show. Uh, th- thought we'd throw one in. Um, Dave's still on vacation in Palm Springs. He will be back tomorrow uh, to Pittsburgh. But um, in the meantime, I have a guest that, uh, we, and we're going to talk about our first impressions of the iPhone 15 Pro Max. And that happens to be Matt Hoffman. Hello, Matt. Hey, Greg. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm not bad. Not Good. bad. Thanks, thanks for having me on. Hey, no, this is great. Um, uh, you know, I, I had said on the podcast that I wasn't going to upgrade. And then a few weeks ago, I decided, yeah, what the heck? Um, and so I got my phone last Tuesday. And, um, uh, you know, so here we are. We're going to talk about the the first impressions. Now, when did you get yours? You got Did you get yours on day one or uh, was it a little after? Um. Probably a week after, maybe. So oh, I, yeah. I pre-ordered it. Yeah. Um, which. So here, here, here's here's my little iPhone ordering story. <laughs> um, I'm normally never excited enough to like feel like I need to have it right away. Um, yeah. And you know, I, I'm coming from the 12 Pro Max. Um, which I understood this was going to be a big jump, mm-hmm. right? Oh, yeah. However, 12 Pro Max is a great phone. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't really noticing anything about it that seemed like the performance of it was degrading, you know, or the battery wasn't, you know, working right or anything like that. Everything was fine. So I was in no real hurry to get this this new phone. I, I was going to get it um, just because, you know. I don't you know, just weren't the, biting up the bit to get it on day one or anything. Yeah, yeah I really didn't care. And then um, basically like the day that the phones were released for pre, pre-order, my wife said something about wanting to get a new phone. And she's still rocking a uh, – or was still rocking a 10S. Mm-hmm. And, um, and she, she does actually a lot of videos for like workouts that she does and stuff. So her phone was like a 64 gigabyte, you know, 10 S and it was pretty much full. And she want, she was thinking that she maybe wanted to get a bigger, bigger phone so she could see her videos better and all that stuff. So, um, you know, I ended up ordering her the 15 plus. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, she got the, I don't know, 256 gigabytes or something like that. Yeah. And um, and then I thought, well, I mean, if, if I'm ordering her one, I may as well order mine too. <laughs> so that's what happened. Yeah. You know, and then, and then her, hers came first. Hers, hers came like literally maybe the day of. I can't oh, really? remember now. Yeah, or, hmm. or maybe like a couple days after the phones, you know, started 
Yeah, it wasn't long after people started getting their hands on them, and then mine was yeah. like a, a handful of days later. Oh yeah, so yeah. Well, that's pretty good because I ordered mine. I think it was a week after the pre-order, and uh, I didn't get it. Like I said, I didn't, didn't get it till last Tuesday, um, which was yeah, quicker was- than the initial date that they gave me. It was like a week ahead of what the original date was supposed to be. But, yeah, mine, uh, mine came, I guess, pretty much when they said it would, although I, I was questioning that because um, I guess I managed to order mine um, in a somewhat timely manner before the the shipping window got pushed out a bunch because yeah. um, we ended up – so we have AT&T for our phone service, and we ended up going to the local AT&T store once – my wife's phone came because she wanted to get a case for it. And we like, we went to Best Buy and they're, they were like cleaned out. Their selection really sucked. So we went to um, AT&T and the guy that was like ringing us out, you know, he's asking like, are we AT&T customers, blah, blah, blah. Oh, really? <laughs> and um, anyway, I am, he asked me something, some question. And I was like, yeah, you know, I got the 15 Pro Max come in and he was like oh yeah he's like well you know good luck with that you know people aren't going to see those until middle of october at the earliest and i was like oh huh thought mine was going to come a lot sooner than that but i mean whatever i could wait yeah yeah. and then it was like two days later mine showed up (laughs) yeah (laughs) so yeah it's weird how it goes you know the last two phones that i've got like so, I was on the 12 Pro Max, and last year I went to the 14 Pro Max, and I ordered them both right at the time, right on the minute that it opened, and within two minutes of each each time, within two minutes, the order was done, bang, and then I got them on opening day of of when the phones actually came out, but this time a little different. But um, anyway, so that's our ordering. Uh, details <laughs> so exciting uh, yeah i know if if you're still awake folks <laughs> uh so first impression uh let's talk about build quality i mean it's a it's a new little slightly new design this year uh you know when i got mine i took the, the case off my 14 pro max and i i didn't have this one in the case yet and i did the, the old weight test right they say it's lighter. I didn't really notice it being that much lighter. No, I, I couldn't tell a single bit of difference. And before before my phone showed up, I had it in my head that I, I was going to weigh them because I have a, a scale that I use for, for work, you know, one of mm-hmm. those like little scales that can measure grams and ounces and all that stuff. Um, makes it sound like I'm into some nefarious stuff, but I promise you it's a, <laughs> it's a scale for legit purposes. Yeah. Um in any case, um, I forgot. I, I ended up, you know, packaging up my my uh, 12 Pro Max to send out for the trade in, and I totally yeah. forgot about weighing it. But I did hold them both in my hand, just like you did. Yeah, and I couldn't. I couldn't tell a difference at all. To me, they felt exactly the same. Yeah, the only time I felt the slightest difference was when you actually, you know, you rolled it around. They say the inertia of the new one is it makes it feel lighter. Something oh. to do with the the way you know it's it's got the aluminum inside and all that stuff and I don't know. Honestly, it just wasn't 
that much lighter, uh, you know, than than the 14 Pro Max. Um, and I, in fact, I just sent my 14 Pro Max back today um, in in the box for the trade-in. So um, that I, I had the deep purple one, and I tell you, I'm gonna miss that phone just because it looks so good. The the deep purple with the purple steel frame around the outside. It was actually just a really nice looking phone, but also it was in a stupid case all the time. So what's the difference, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. But anyway, That's um, I you know I just went with the. Uh, well, I don't even know what color my twelve Pro Max was. It was probably like whatever dark gray color they had. Right. You know, because I, I, I don't know. I never get colors because I'm like, well, I'm not going to see it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it was the same for this phone. I just got the natural titanium. I hear it's a really nice color, though. Like, it's a really nice finish. Well, there's there's a couple of different ways to to look at it. Um, one is that, yeah, it's it's a really nice finish. Like, I like the look of of natural titanium. Like, for instance, you know, I'm really into to bikes, you know, bicycling, mountain biking, gravel mm-hmm. bikes, all that stuff. And I love the look of like a raw titanium frame. It just looks so awesome. Um, but then I heard somebody mention about how it looks so sterile. You know, it's like uh it's like being in a hospital, you know, oh. and seeing the <laughs> you know the the metal tray with the utensils and I'm like, you know, yeah. That's uh that definitely gives it a whole new perspective that isn't exactly attractive. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but but overall, overall, I, I think it looks great. I really like it. Yeah. Um I, I like the the feel of the rounded edges compared to the you know 12, 12 Pro Max, 13 and 14. They all had the absolutely ab- abrupt corners on them. So it does feel better, you know, holding it. Um, which is good. Yeah, I, I definitely noticed that because I used the phone for probably at least a handful of days, if not almost a week without a case, which was absolutely terrifying, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but I I didn't have a case for it. I ordered I ordered a case. Um, I ordered a moment case for some reason. I don't know. I just liked one of the colors they had. So I ordered it mm-hmm. and it didn't ship. And I got my phone oh. and I had no case and um, just had to wait until I had time to go shopping for one. So now I have two cases. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to, I, I didn't know when the moment case was going to come. So I went to, I went to a store and bought a case. And then two days later, the moment case showed up. So <laughs> that's how that isn't works it? out. Yeah. That's always the way, isn't it? <laughs> yep. Um, so, I mean, as far as build quality and all that stuff goes, that's, uh, you know, it's got the um, the action button. Uh, I haven't done anything with that yet. I still use it to shut the ringer off, and um, um, and it's yeah. off most of the time anyway. So I I um, I don't know. You know, I thought it was cool, and I think I need to maybe look into like how to program it with shortcuts or whatever to do something that's truly useful. Yeah. Um, and I feel like for some people, you know, some of the, when you go into the settings for the the short or the uh, action button, the options it gives you, like for some people, will be useful. Um, 
I decided to try out the the camera, you know, switching it to where it activates the camera. But like when I tap on the screen and it's on my lock screen, the camera icon is down there in the the lower right. And that to me, that seems like way easier and faster than trying to remember to hit this action button. Or or even just a simple swipe, you know, or that lock screen and it's open. So I just thought this is kind of silly. Yeah. (laughs) So I switched it back to where it just activates the, you know, silent mode um, until I figure out if there's a better use for it or not. Yeah. I'm in the same boat. Um, I mean, I could, I could program it to say open reflex or something like that, but I've got a reflex um, thing right on my widget, right on my lock screen. So, I mean, that defeats that one too. Ah, I'll have to look into that. That's cool. Yeah. And, and, you know, you're, I think you said you still use Halide a fair bit. So it's got, they've got their widgets and everything too, that, um, they can, you can put on your lock screen and, and it's so, you know, it's, it's really nice to just be able to touch that widget and it opens up and well, it's face ID and then it opens up the camera that you want, the, the, the camera that you want, not, ne- not necessarily the default camera, but, yeah, um, no, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, we're not going to get into iOS 17 per se, unless it really has to do with the camera, I guess. But um, as far as the camera goes, um, I'm digging it. I'm, I'm, I'm liking the uh, different focal lengths that they have. Uh, I was a little disappointed that the focal lengths on the 1X camera, the main camera, um, didn't change as much as I thought they might. You know, when you go from 24 millimeter to 28 millimeter to 25 or 35 millimeter, I mean, I guess they're very subtle changes, but I mean, they, they, they kind of work. And then I think it still has the two times, right? Yeah. It still has the two times. And then since we both have the pro maxes, it goes to five times. And the five times is really cool. It is. Um, Yeah. So I felt like, you know, coming from the 12 Pro Max, this, this camera on the, on this phone, on the 15 Pro Max was kind of a lot to take in and understand um, because there's, it's doing a lot more things and it's got all these options you know Mm -hmm. um so i really had to dive into the settings and and kind of tailor it to what i want so um i kind of kind of felt like these like additional lenses like this 28 and 35 millimeter for the most part are uh it's not really that they're useless but they're kind of useless. <laughs> um, so I I disabled the 28 millimeter um, and I kept the 35 because I think the 35 is, well, 35 isn't two times, but. No, but um, it's, a, kept- it's a, it's a good jump in between the 24 and the, and the 48. Yeah. So I, I, I kept that. Um, and then. You know, and then you could change your default lens, yeah, to either be like the true, like you know, one times lens, which is twenty four millimeters, or a one and a half, which 
would be 35. So I don't mm-hmm. want mine to d- default to 35. I have it set to, you know, default to 24. Yeah. But you have all these options, which I guess is cool. Yeah. Yeah. You know, to, so you can really tailor the camera to be, you know, uh, w- what you want it to be. And then, um, I guess some other, some other settings that I enabled that I, that I thought were cool were, um, the uh the portraits in photo mode you know where you yeah. you can take a picture of a person or a dog or a cat you don't have to be in portrait mode but if <laughs> or or a church steeple oh okay i took a picture of a church steeple with the 120 and, and i have that that setting on too right you know the the portrait whatever um and obviously i was not in portrait mode but when i opened the image it, it said portrait at the top and I could actually, there was only a very small hint of trees in the background. The most of it was sky, but when I w- went to edit it, I could actually change the, the uh, F-stop and you could see the trees in the, in the bottom of the background. They're actually blurred a little bit. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, I mean, it doesn't have to be, obviously it doesn't have to be a person or a dog or a cat. There must have been wow. something in this steeple, and, and I could not see a face in this steeple at all. But there must have been something in there that the algorithm picked up and said, oh, we got a face. Huh. That's pretty weird. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. Well, I, I do think that ability to go back after the fact and, you know, make it, you know, add that depth information is pretty cool. Yeah. And change the focus, too, if you want. Yeah. Like, I, I don't do selfies. I really don't do selfies. But my wife and I were out walking the dog one time, and I thought, oh, what the heck? I'm going to take a selfie with her and I, right? And so afterwards, I was playing with this image, and I tapped on my face. And it was with the selfie camera, and but it still had the portrait information in it, right? So I, I switched it to portrait, and then I, I could tap on my face and focus. Or she was standing just a little bit behind me, tap on her face, and it changed to make her clear. So it, it was cool. It's kind of fun to play with. Yeah, it is very cool. And then, uh, you know, some other things that I thought were neat were um, you can have your main camera either shoot in 12 megapixel or 24 megapixels. So mm-hmm. I don't know if you take like epic amounts of pictures and tend to fill up phones with pictures, then, you know, maybe consider 12 megapixel or, if all you do is shoot to post to Instagram or something, 12 megapixels is probably plenty. It's um, plenty, yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, I'm saying that, but I have mine set to 24. Me too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, now, have you have you shot any of the you know 48 megapixel RAW files and played with them like on your computer? Uh, let's see. I think I probably have. Um, but you know what? My favorite, my favorite focal length has always been the telephoto on whichever phone I'm using. So like on my 12 Pro Max, I think it was a 65 millimeter focal length. And then the 13 is when they changed it to 77. So I was using 77 all the time on my um, 14 Pro Max. And, uh, um, of course, it, it only shoots 12 megapixel. Um, 
now this one the the 15 pro max it's jumping to 120 and just kind of on a real short little tangent today was the last day i could try my 14 pro max so what i did when i was out was i shot a shot uh took a picture with the 77 millimeter on the 14 pro max put it in my pocket got it the 15 pro max digitally dialed it to seven to, to three times and then took a shot and then when i got home i compared them on the computer and obviously the digital zoom was not as clear but it was it wasn't bad but it just wasn't as clear and it was instead of being 77 millimeters it turned out to be 74 now that could be just you know sensor um lens relationship or whatever that made it do that i don't know but um but to to your point about um a 48 megapixel raw yes i did do one and it was a picture of this um uh, let's see yeah here it is it was a picture of and actually i'll share it with you and i'll i'll even post it on the the website for this the post on the website for this episode uh let's see here so it's it's just this kind of a hill that goes up in the local park and there you can see that all right yeah so it, it's a hill that goes up um in the uh uh in the local park and all these roots are exposed from erosion and whatnot from the trees that are on the hill and um it's it's uh let's see here so if i oops if i zoom in it's not bad but what i'm finding with uh now let's see i'm trying to think <clears throat> i might have been secretly testing some lenses with this shot <laughs> which i yes i was secretly testing a, a, a certain lens with this shot and i'm not going to say what it is <laughs> not yet but anyway uh so i had a lens on here it's not true uh optic like it's not from the, the it's from the the main camera the 24 millimeter camera at sure. 48 megapixel but it's um it's also a, a a shot with a lens on so the clarity is not exactly what you would get with uh with without without a lens but i wanted to um i was actually comparing it to the 48 millimeter setting Right there, you can see it on my screen. Um, so that's 12 megapixel from the 48, um, 48 millimeter focal length. And it's, it's fairly close. I'd say maybe this isn't quite as detailed. Um, yeah. But, I mean, you know, I, I so I did play around with a little bit, the, uh, the 48 megapixel. I used it a lot with my 14 Pro Max. And I'm going to not use it as much with this one, and I'll tell you why. I start, I decided okay I do um iCloud photo library that's how I that's my photo library keep everything in there so I can everything's on my phone everything's on my Mac and in my infinite wisdom 
on Friday, just this past Friday, I decided I'm going to start a new photos library with the 15 Pro Max and put all my old photos on a hard drive. It took me three days. Oh, wow. And the way I did it was I went to iCloud.com. I did it right from the from iCloud.com. And I you can only download a thousand at a time. I had twenty four thousand and some images. Oh, and about twelve hundred videos. <laughs> so hopefully I'm not gonna get throttled by my <laughs> internet provider. But um so I mean and, and because that was like uh I bet you it was like half a terabyte or more of of pictures and video. Wow. So and and I set it to download originals. I I didn't care about the edits. If I want to edit them again, I could do that, but I just wanted the original full res images, right? So finally it's all done. And um when I and I I kept the 14 Pro Max in in a separate like I every time I downloaded it would create a new folder. And I started labeling 14 Pro Max. Those folders in the 14 Pro Max, because of that 48 megapixel sensor, were all about three or four times big, as big as the folders from anything prior. Because I shot yeah, so I many it. times, so many times I'd use 48 megapixel. So now I'm gonna I'm gonna start using it a little more sparingly and, and just you know save that um uh, image that file size for when I really think I might want to use it for something. Yeah, I think that's uh, I think that's what I'm gonna do. Um, now I did notice um, off the off the look in the camera set the actual native camera app settings uh, again to see if this is an option. But I know in like Halide and I think maybe some of the other third party uh, camera apps you could set it so that it takes a 24 megapixel um, raw instead of a 48. Um, so oh, that yeah? would be, yeah, that would be one, one way to reduce the size. So um, in the last, I don't know, let's say week or so, I've been trying to shoot a lot uh, with <laughs> this, this camera and mm-hmm. or this phone rather. Uh, it, honestly, it feels like a camera. It feels like a camera that just happens to do other stuff. Uh, yeah, oh, know, yeah. Instead, of, instead of the other way around, um, but I've been trying to shoot a lot, trying to utilize you know the the different uh, formats and the different focal lengths and everything, and then I've been uploading the images to to my Mac so that I could look at them you know on a bigger screen and just kind of see. It's not so much that I really want to pixel peep, but I want to pixel peep. I want to mm-hmm. see like what yeah. what is this what is this phone really capable of? You know, what, what does 48 megapixels get me in terms of image quality? Um, You know, is it something that's really worth using? And I'll tell you the jury's still out on that. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, the pictures are big. They're, they're actually freaking huge. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. As we just discussed. Um, you know, that's one of the things I've been looking at the the file size difference and everything. And it's like, wow, these are, these are gigantic files, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, but I, I'm not sure that like the, the image quality is any better per se. Like when you really start 
zooming in, you know, a hundred percent or past a hundred percent on these pictures, they, you know, you were just showing that picture and I know the listeners didn't really see it, but the picture with the hill with the roots. And as you kind of zoomed in on it, you know, it started getting much less defined. And I realized that, yeah. you know, digital images more or less are kind of all like that, but um, you know, these sensors are little, they're still little, mm-hmm. even though they're mm-hmm. bigger than they used to be, they're still little. Yeah. Um, and the image degrades really fast. They look amazing when you're looking at them on the phone or even when you're looking at them a hundred percent or smaller, like on a computer, um, yeah. you know, they, they look fantastic, but once you really start digging into them, you know, they lose detail, you know, details, fine details get kind of lost in them, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, the, the raw files, they edit nicely. Now, I have a caveat to that. Um, probably for now, the best bet is to use, if you were going to get these off your phone and onto a computer, um, I'm sure probably Lightroom has been updated, Photoshop or whatever, to you know handle the raw files from these these new phones. And I would assume that Apple's Photos app is that what it's called on the Mac? I don't use it, yep. so I don't remember. Um, yep. Yeah, I'm sure that that has no trouble with them. So I use On One Photo Raw, and it's doing some funky stuff. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. So um, I've done a few edits in it, and they turned out fine. They they were fine. However, there are some certain sliders. I've noticed that um, if I want to use like an auto uh, adjust, basically, like to adjust, you know, tone and color and stuff, it's cranking the tint slider um, all the way to the left. So it's like 100% like to the green side. Oh, wow. And if I'm like, so the first time I noticed that, I'm like, whoa, that's weird. Why is it all the way over there? And I just ever so slightly moved it to the right a little bit so that it was like 98 in the green instead of a hundred in the green. Mm-hmm. And my image was like completely magenta, like completely. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. And I was like, what in the world happened here? So um, I think on one maybe just needs to, you know, have an update or something. At least I hope so, but I probably, mm-hmm. you know, won't make a habit of doing editing of these, my phone images on the computer, you know, um, polar doesn't seem to be having a problem. You know, that's my favorite editor and I've done a few edits with it and it seems, it just seems normal. You know, I Mm think they've had updates and stuff. So, um, but on the computer, I had a couple images that were really, really wacky. With the colors. Well, I I haven't tried editing uh, a 48 megapixel Pro Raw file on the computer in anything other than photos up to this point. Um, I do have Affinity Photo. I have Pixelmator Pro. I have Photomator. You know, so I have these all all these ones to try. Um, I think I've tried Photomator on the phone. 
I've tried Darkroom on the phone. Oh, I've got Darkroom on the Mac as well. Um, yeah, I just haven't tried editing anything really on, on the Mac in, in anything really other, other than photos. So it'll be interesting to see how they perform as well. Um, but that's weird about on one like that. It's, it's, um, I mean, going from negative 100 to negative 98 and it goes from green to pink. That's yeah. messed up. Yeah. yeah it's, <laughs> it's really strange. Um, so I have to go back in and play with like a JPEG. Um, I didn't try to adjust any JPEGs in there. And I, I doubt that that'll be a problem, but who knows? It yeah. is only the raw files I noticed it on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so have you had a chance to, okay. So you've been shooting a fair bit. Um, the 120, like the, the 120 millimeter in less than really, really bright uh, conditions. Have you pixel peeped on that? Because yes. I have, and it's it's not the best in my opinion. It, no. it, it that's where it's going to fall apart if anything. Now it's it's got a, a, a smaller aperture than than the main camera, obviously. But um, you know, it, if it's really bright, if if there's if there's enough bright things in the frame, then it's not so bad. Even um, I think I sent a. Uh, night mode shot excuse me of the front of a church i think i sent that to our um iMessage chat that a bunch of us have there and and uh it, it didn't turn out too bad but it was well lit yeah so now now that you mention it if i think about like all the sh- the shooting that i've been doing recently you know the lighting conditions probably weren't the best i mean they 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 were fine in terms of producing like interesting pictures, but in terms of like uh, the, ca- you know, for the camera's ability to do its best work, they weren't the best conditions. They were like, you know, dimmer, you know, I, we're having overcast days. I'm in the woods, you know, so it's even mm-hmm. darker. Um, yeah. But like, if I think about even today, um, I had an opportunity to stop at a, a spot that I frequent where there's like a little waterfall and I I went down below the, the falls and then quite a ways downstream and then turned around shooting back at the waterfall and used the, the five times zoom. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's a great shot. I'm sure I'll edit it and share it, you know, on Instagram or something sometime soon here. But um, it was one where even just on the phone, I decided to kind of zoom into it. I just wanted to see like, what do the trees like in the very, very background look like? Cause I could kind of tell just from looking at it, not zoomed in that there's not really much detail there, you know? Right. Yeah. But you know, now that you mentioned, you know, the lighting, I'm sure that's the culprit, you know, they're, well, and the other thing is too that if it's less than ideal conditions, it zooms the uh, main camera. It hmm. doesn't use the telephoto all the time like it should. Well, and then what so, does that does it tell you that like in the EXIF data? Uh, I'm not sure. Let me see if I can find a somewhat dark image and see if I can. <clears throat> see that 
Yeah, I I can't do this math in my head, but I would think you would notice a difference in the the megapixels of the image as well. Well, I think it's using the okay. So I have a shot here of a sunrise, and the sun isn't quite up yet. It's, it's there's a lot of darkness in the image, and it says it's the one twenty millimeter. I even had it at minus 0.7 on the EV, and uh, so it's f2.8. So it must have been using the telephoto camera. Yeah, because I have but, done I mean, um, on on one of my shoots a few days ago, um, just so I fully knew like which lens was which. Mm-hmm. Um, I was kind of you know sticking my finger in front of them and and doing that whole thing. But, um, you know, again, it was in the, in the woods, you know, and it, it it was using the lens that I expected it to use. Yeah. So I I I even tried using reflex and so reflex has three lens settings. One is the main lens. The other one's the ultra wide, and the other one's the telephoto. So obviously, it's going to go to the one twenty with this phone when it, when you hit telephoto, and in a, in in less than optimum conditions, like when it's kind of dark or whatever, it uses that telephoto. But I think I have one here. Um, it 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 it's not the greatest quality. Um. And when I say that, what I mean is uh, it's kind of noisy, you know, I'm trying to think of the best way to describe it. Um, You know, just if if you really zoom in on the image, it's it's kind of, it just kind of falls apart a little bit. And it's not reflex. It's not, it's not anything like that. It's the Apple camera. It's the way it works. It's the, um, you know, I think maybe they'll, they'll update it with um you know better algorithms or something but you know it's very noisy almost like almost like when you try to shoot the stars at night and you know how the sky has that really modeled look to it yeah yeah. it's kind of like that yeah i have noticed that you know i'm gonna i'm gonna run some of these pictures through um i might wait to do this until on one has an update but uh they have um, basically like a denoise, and then um, I, don't, I forget. I, don't know, I forget what the feature is called. It's kind of like a like a sharpening kind of function where you know it can take images that are slightly blurry and make them look oh, like okay. they're you know make them look sharp or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe I'll run some of these some of these telephoto images through that and see what it can do. But you know, yeah. again, I, I don't think they're that bad. I'm you know I'm pixel peeping because I just oh yeah wanna, yeah me too yeah yeah yeah, yeah like I'm you know, zooming sh- in that beyond a hundred percent. Yeah, if I shared any any of these online, like no one's going to look at it and be like, "What a pile of garbage picture that is! It looks terrible." Like nobody's going to notice yeah. that at all. They, well, yeah, this look. this steeple picture that I took, it was kind of it was kind of dark. Like it was um, it was 
20 after 7 in the evening, no, sorry, in the morning. And I think the sun it was about 10 minutes from rising yet, mm-hmm. and it was completely overcast. But yet it actually came out pretty darn sharp. But you can see that there's the, there's the noise, you know, that there's the noise in the image. Um, but without without pixel peeping, if you just leave it the way it is, it doesn't look that bad. And I think that that probably goes for just about any picture I've taken with that telephoto lens. Have you done any long exposures yet? I did some with Reheld today. Dude, um, Reheld? Reheld yeah. is freaking amazing. So, oh, yeah. You know, I know you've been on the, the Reflex, Reheld, Reexposed train for, for a while now. Yeah. And I, yeah. For whatever reason, was resisting your vibes. Uh, I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> halide or or bust you know um, yeah <laughs> and i i don't know i don't know why i mean i don't you know i like trying new things and um i always felt that specter you know worked pretty good you know for handheld long exposures and of course if i'm going to use a tripod like why would i not use um um slow shutter thank you yeah um <laughs> And uh, yeah, so I thought, you know, I, I'm going to try out, you know, this handheld, handheld stuff again. And man, re-expose, I can't get a bad picture with it. I can't. Re-expose or re-held? Or re-held, I mean, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, one of those <laughs> yeah. apps. Yeah. Yeah, re-held. <laughs> what an amazing app. So, you know, I have tried both Spectre and Reheld side by side, like the same, you know, the same exposure mm-hmm. length, you know, like three seconds or five seconds or whatever. And I, I don't know what happened to Spectre. Yeah. I can't get a sharp image. I just can't. Um, you know, I've, I, right. I, I'm not that shaky, you know, and so I don't, I don't know what's going on. And, and, Reheld has just knocked my socks off with how how sharp. Yeah, the well, it are. it it's uses amazing. a different technology, I believe, than Spectre. Like Spectre, from what I understand, uses the um stability in the sensor, whereas Reheld it aligns the frames using AI, and of course, you have to have a static object in the frame, or it's just going to lose its shit. It's going to lose its mind. But it, if, if there's something static that it can latch onto, the image alignment is so good with the AI and whatever it uses that it really is. Man, they come up so sharp. It just blows me away. Yeah, I, I used it. I used it today, yeah. but I did use it like on a tripod. And, you know, obviously oh, yeah. it's going to work great, you know, on a tripod. Um, and uh, uh you know i love being able to do these like longer ex- exposures mm-hmm. like 10 seconds or more um because i find that like just the way these apps work with these simulated long exposures to me anything less than 10 seconds especially if it's you're shooting water and although light trails sometimes get this effect you know, I know we've talked about this effect for as long as long exposures have been yeah. a thing, 
you know, with, with iPhones is that crimping kind of look. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, if anyone doesn't really understand what I'm talking about, it's you know, braiding of, is another way to phrase it. Yeah. It's, it's the iPhones taking, you know, a crazy amount of pictures and kind of just showing you the, the movement, you know, um, kind of blending all those pictures together. So like, let's just say you were taking a picture of like a waterfall and there happened to be like this, I don't know, a chunk of bright foam or something that came over the fall. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, as it's falling, it's taking, you know, 60 frames a second or whatever it's doing and it's stacking all those pictures together. So you're going to have that, that bright chunk of foam showing up, you know, 60 times yeah, <laughs> or, or however long your exposure was, you know, like 120 times um, as it's going down the fall. And, you know, it's obviously it's in a slightly different spot each time. So it looks like your waterfall has got this like crimped or braided look to it. And it, yeah. it just looks different than if you had shot with like, you know, uh, a digital, a, a digital camera or a film camera with a true long exposure. Mm -hmm. um, but if you're able to, you know, use these apps and do, I feel like it's at least 10 seconds or longer. Yeah. It's enough to like smooth everything out and make it look a little bit more natural. Um, so that's what I've been doing. Um, you know, I last week got in front of some water and some waterfalls. And then today again, and uh, I feel, you know, 10 seconds, I did a few 15 second shots today and, you know, they're nice and silky smooth. They look really great. Yep. Yeah. Um, I find the speed of the water kind of determines how long I put it on for. Like the slower the water, I think the longer I would put it, like the exposure time. So... You know, but but you're right. Anything less than ten seconds, you're really in jeopardy of getting that crimping, you know, look to it. And um, you know, and it drives me nuts. And unless I do it on purpose, like I did today, I did one second exposures of this water crashing in against these rocks, and it actually kind of works out pretty good. You know, you do see a little bit of this, that crimping in some of them, but um, for the most part, it, it looks pretty smooth. Um, the way around that is to use an ND filter, of course. And um, I mean, I, I wrote a there's a I, I wrote a blog post for Reflex. And it's on their website about uh, shooting with a an ND filter in and re-expose, or was it re-expose or just re uh, reflex? But anyway, you know, the, taking the traditional photographic approach to it really does produce good results. But I mean, that's a whole that's a whole other show. <laughs> Well, I'll have to look that up and read it because I discovered just the other day that I need to learn how to shoot on an iPhone with an ND filter. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So I recently got like a, you know, a filter holder that uses the MagSafe oh, yeah, you know, yeah. thing, right? And um, and I bought an ND filter and a polarizer for it. And, you know, a polarizer is a polarizer. I don't need any mm -hmm. help with a polarizer. But the the ND filter, um, I don't know. I, I feel like I definitely wasn't getting the results I was looking for. Um, I was either getting underexposed or overexposed pictures. I was having part of it, too. I think I was using an app that I'm not 100% um, familiar with because like, I don't use it a lot. 
I have to relearn this app as well, but yeah, I'm going to read your guide. I need help. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll uh, find the link here and I'll send it to you. Um, but it, it, it does, it, it really makes a difference in, in, uh, you know, be between, uh, using a filter and not using a filter. Yeah. So like, I'm, I'm really, really super duper loving the, the polarizer. Um, you know, I had a, I think a moment, uh, filter holder for my last phone. Um, and the, uh, coverage was only big enough for the, you know, the smaller, basically the smaller camera bump. Oh, okay. That the, that the 12 pro max had. So I had to get something else for this new phone and, um, I like it. It's okay. Mm -hmm. You know, it'll get the job done. Yeah. Well, that's good. Um, so as far as first, first impressions go, um, is there anything that, that you're disappointed in with this new one? Um, no, no. Like with the phone in general or the cameras? With With the camera system. I don't think so cuz you know I don't upgrade every year so I you know I it's not like I could compare this to the 14 um and say oh well you know it did this better or I wish it had that or mm-hmm. whatever um I this is such a significant jump in terms of features and and I suppose image quality um from the 12 Pro Max that to me it seems like you know it's all positive for me. Yeah. Well, I'd have to say the same. Um, and, and I'm coming from the 14 Pro Max, but what where I see a, a difference is in night mode. I think it does a little better job. And um, I mean, that that extra reach with the 120 millimeter is just, I mean, it's, it's everybody's disappointed that it wasn't 10 times, but the five times is still pretty darn good. It's a lot better than I thought it would be. Uh, I mean, it's my go-to camera on these things, as I mentioned earlier, and um, I, I really do like it. So as far as if there's anything I'm disappointed in, uh, I think it would only be, you know, the fact that uh, you got that, um, you know, mushy noise look on low light shots from that camera that aren't night mode. Um, but I mean, other than that, it's, I'm I'm pretty happy with it. Uh, w- would I recommend it to anybody? Uh, I think we. So when the 14 Pro Max came out, I always said that if you have the 12 Pro Max, it's a, it's a significant jump. If anything, for the 48 megapixel camera. So now I would say it's from the 13 Pro Max. It's a very significant jump. Um, you know, just, just because you've got the 48 megapixel, but you've got that extra reach with the pro max, uh, the pro still has the 77 millimeter. And so, I mean, if anybody's looking for, uh, uh, an iPhone, that's a smaller size and, and has a great camera system, but just not as much reach, you know, that's your model. But if you want that extra reach, you got to get the bigger one and, you won't be disappointed. <laughs> I mean, it, it it is pretty nice, and it's really cool. I don't know if you've noticed this, Matt, but when you're when you're on the one twenty and you're kind of holding it and trying to compose your shot, it looks so smooth at 
you know, it's not really jiggly. It's really smooth at how it moves around. You know, you know what I mean? It, it, um, yeah. Yep. It's that's that stabilization network, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I haven't noticed any, like, I don't know, frame rate issues or, you know, anything like that. I, I think the screen is refreshing fast enough or whatever that everything looks nice and smooth. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll tell you what, one of the things too, and this is not really relate, this isn't the iPhone itself, but um, I bought this screen protector from Zag, mm-hmm. right? Z-A-G-G. And and of course, I forget, I'll have to look it up. I forget what the screen protector is called, but if you like went on their website, it's like whatever their most top of the line screen protector is. And, you know, they, they boast that it... Um, boosts the colors and makes the blacks deeper and oh really um yeah oh yeah yeah and i gotta tell you they're not lying oh i I, like looking at anything on this phone is just a pleasure it looks amazing and then i don't know like what kind of coatings are on this screen protector but like you know i've had it on since the day I got the phone. So I've had the phone for, I don't know, two weeks now about, Mm -hmm. yeah, about two weeks. Um, There's no, no fingerprints. I haven't, I haven't cleaned fingerprints off this thing one time. You're kidding. No, not even joking. It's amazing. Full of fingerprints. (laughs) No, it's, I bought two of these. I bought one for Liz, for my wife, for her Mm -hmm. phone and one for, for me. And I asked her just the other day, I said, have you noticed how amazing your phone screen looks like always. And she was like, you know, you're right. It does look good. I say, yeah, yeah there's no fingerprints. It just looks, it looks awesome all the time. I've never been one for a, for a screen protector. I've never put one on. Oh, dude, I would have, <laughs> I would have spent so much money getting screens replaced if I didn't have a screen protector. Oh, really? <laughs> mm-hmm. And and the same with my wife. She breaks screen protectors way more than I do. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know what she's doing, but it's like every time I turn around, she needed a new one. Hmm. Well, I'll definitely have to have a look at those. Um, now, this screen, is it not slightly curved, even just the slightest little bit? On the edge? Uh, I'm not. I don't know. Let's see. I think it is. Yeah, the screen protector doesn't go like to the super duper edge. It's oh, okay. got a little bit of a um, little bit of space around it because they promoted this. Uh, I didn't mean for this to turn into an ad for Zag, but they promote their screen protectors as being case compatible. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense yeah. then. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. But yeah. It's, I, I mean, I'm just blown away by it because I've used Zag for many, many years now. They're, in my opinion, their screen protectors are kind of pricey up front, but they have like a lifetime warranty. So if you, whatever, you crack it, you get bubbles in it, you know, whatever happens to it, you just, um, as long as you have registered it on, their website, you could get basically a free one replacement. Oh, nice. And that, it, yeah, it saved me epic amounts of money over the years. Um, so I continue to use them and they continue to have 
you know, improvements and they have all different, you know, kinds of screen protectors. So like if you sounds need like, one where it's sounds like it'd be cheaper than Apple care. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I guess for a screen, I have Apple care as well. Yeah. So do I. <laughs> yeah. I, my phone goes everywhere and it's in too many crazy situations where something could happen. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Uh, I have the theft loss, you know, yeah. War famine replacement I got the policy. Apple Care Plus or whatever. So that probably covers all that stuff. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> well, um the one let, let's just end it with the one thing that you like the most about it. We'll go we'll go two ways here. We'll go the phone itself and then the camera. Hmm. Um Right now, I am enamored with the 48 megapixel Pro Raw. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was um, with the last year with the 14 Pro Max for sure. Yeah, and I, I, I'm hoping, and I feel pretty strongly about this just from watching Shane Mostyn's videos. That I'm going to, if you ask me this again, like maybe in I don't know a few weeks or a month from now, I'm hoping I'll say that my favorite thing is night mode. Um. I'm very excited to go out and try to get some Milky Way shots. Yep. Um, I still have a ton of stuff I really want to do with this camera. So um, Milky Way is on the very, very, very short-term agenda. Um, and then, I don't know, the phone – here's the thing. So I I do like – I think the Dynamic Island is cool because I didn't have it oh, on yeah. 12 Pro Max. Yep. But other than that – I don't know what's different. Yeah, you know, like to yeah. me, it's just the it's just the same. It's the same as what I had. Yeah, there's you not know, a like, not a big enough difference in iOS. You know, even no, though now that really. we're on 17, even really not as the you know as big a difference. I mean, unless you're in FaceTime and you go like this, and then you get those <laughs> bubbles come up. Um, I just yeah. did it on the Mac, but it's the same. Works the same on the iPhone. Um, but I mean, uh, yeah, like as far as features go, I think you're right. There's, there's nothing really that, um, uh, you know, stands out and, and, and drops the old jaw. Right. Um, but for me, as far yeah. as the camera goes, I think the biggest, um, wow factor for me is the, the, the 120 millimeter, uh, and, you know, I pretty much covered that, but as far as the phone yeah, itself I goes, um, you know, I think I'm in the same boat as you. It's, I was on the 12 Pro Max. I remember it quite well. Uh, and then I went to the 14 Pro Max. The biggest thing there was the 48 megapixel. Um, and, and with this one, it's, uh, uh, well, you know what? Okay. Here's, here's something that I forgot to mention is I did some slow mo video of these waves crashing against, against these rocks. And, it looked really good compared to, well, definitely compared to the 12 Pro Max, but even compared to the 14 Pro Max, I think it was somewhat better. Like in what way? Just the quality. Um, hmm. uh, you know, just more clear, I think, I guess. Like maybe smoother a little bit or something. Yeah. And, and 
I did it in 120 and, and, and not 240 because when I set it to 240, things got kind of dark. I knew it wasn't going to be as good because, of course, when you go to one, uh, 240, you know, it, it's using faster frame or faster frames, I guess, for each frame of the video, uh, faster shutter sure. speed. So you're going to get darker video. Uh, but when I went to 120, it came out pretty good. I thought, I mean, it, you know, it, it looked pretty clean, really clean for slow motion video. Nice. Yeah, I believe it or not, I did some slow-mo video uh, recently, but not with this phone. Oh, okay. Yeah. We did some slow-mo videos of my son's uh, RC RC oh, truck okay. jump, jump in a big giant tree stump. Oh, neat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it turned out really cool. <laughs> so you could adjust the frame rate in like iMovie or something like that to make it look fairly realistic. I would think that's oh, what I, I, that's what I would I, do. I, I haven't even thought about it. <laughs> we just wanted to see like what it looked like in slow-mo. So we made some videos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's cool. Well, yeah. um, you know, I, th- I think we've kind of gone over some pretty good first impressions with this thing. And I, I, I'd have to say it's pretty much all positive, really. Um, I can't, I can't really think of anything too negative about it at all. Uh, uh, no, absolutely not. It's <laughs> well, yeah, but um, yeah, I guess I don't know. Uh, so well, uh, I, I guess that's that's it for now. We can, you know, maybe we can come back in six months or so and uh, see what we think then or whatever. Uh, you know, we can we can have you back on the show on a on a regular episode even and and talk about it some more. Um, Unless nothing changes, really. But uh, I think, uh, you know, you see all these YouTube videos where people do, um, like Aaron Zoldo's really good for it. You know, this this, this iPhone or that iPhone six months later, and then he kind of gives a quick review of it um, just to give his impressions of, of what he thinks of it and all that stuff, even after all that time. So I don't know. If we think of it, maybe we'll revisit it and talk about it some more and because we'll we'll yeah, have a chance to, to we'll have a chance to try more apps and and maybe your uh um editing uh process or experience will be different by then, you know, on your Mac. Likely, very likely. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, and now I'm sure that I'll have, you know, done some uh night you know, oh, yeah. Milky Way shots and star mm-hmm. shots and um, I still have other long exposed, you know, cityscape, nighttime, light streak stuff. So, yeah, yeah. And hopefully, uh, by then, Zoom will stop crashing on me. <laughs> <laughs> it's crashed twice now since we've been on, on record. Um, but anyway, well. Uh, thanks for coming on, Matt. Uh, actually, yeah, this was, was fun. this was your idea, and I'm glad you thought of it. And I just happened to not be at work today, so it was a a, a good day to to get on here and talk about it. And um, we'll we'll tell everybody where they could find you. Um, yeah, uh, appreciate that. The best place to catch me right now is probably Instagram. I'm at M Hoffman Photo. Alrighty. Uh, so I'll have a link to your Instagram account and your website. Um, oh. um, 
That's right. I have a website. Pickfair, isn't that. it? Yeah. 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 So I'll have links to those in the show notes. And you can find me on Instagram uh, at Macmillan Photo and everywhere. You know, I always say go to about.me slash Macmillan and all my links are there. And you can find us in various groups on Facebook and all that stuff too. So, uh, all right. Well, thanks again, Matt. Really appreciate it. And uh, I guess Not we'll see everybody Thank in the you. next one. Bye-bye.